Hello and welcome back to Unleash Your Peace. My name is Ali Shoja, your host. I'm a positive mindset coach, a personal transformation expert, a delivered creator, and I am your peace trainer. And this podcast over here is your peace training. Every single week, we dive into a different topic about the internal world, and we do that for one purpose to allow you to connect to that infinite knowingness that is already within you so that you can live your best life. Because when we live from a place of peace and joy and connectedness to that infinite beingness, we don't just incrementally improve the quality of our lives, we actually exponentially innovate every aspect of our experiences on this physical plane. We become whole, we become powerful creators, and we become uplifters in our community, in our society. We become agents of change, of positive change. And that is my wish for you, for every person listening to this podcast, for every person living on this planet right now. Now this week, I want to talk about love. I know we have had an entire week exploring love, but we haven't explored it like this. We are right now in February and Valentine's Day just passed. So why then have I been receiving so many phone calls from clients and friends who are struggling with the topic of love? and more specifically about new love. People who are single and they're entering new relationships and they don't quite know how to maneuver these early stages of a relationship because of all of that uncertainty. Does he like me? Does he not like me? What happened? I thought we got along great, but now he's ghosting me completely. You know, what's actually at stake here? Why do we feel like we're falling? We're falling apart. We're losing our mind. Are we actually falling in love when these things are happening or are we just falling and what are we falling into or from? So today I want to give you tools. I want to give you actionable real tools that you can use to kind of maneuver these kind of uncertain waters of new relationships or new potential relationships. And I want to give you three specific mentality shifts that you can implement into your life right now to alleviate some of that uncertainty and help you maneuver through those a little bit more grounded way. So first of all, before we dive into that, let's talk about what happens when we do encounter these situations. I got a phone call from a client of mine who was feeling very much out of sorts. This is a very attractive woman who's extremely desirable. And her phone call to me was, I don't know what's going on. Every person I go out with doesn't want to date me. And even the people that I'm really interested in, nobody seems to want to go on a second date with me. What is wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? What am I missing here? What is it I'm supposed to be doing that I'm not doing? Why don't these people like me? And that question has come up more than once. It's come up multiple times from multiple clients and has been echoed by my close friends 
just in the last month. So I thought if you are struggling with this, spring is around the corner, this is the time for new beginnings and you might be in a situation where you know, you're going out on dates and you feel kind of out of sorts because you feel like the people that you like don't like you back. So what is going on there? Uh, so if you're struggling with this, I wanted to give you these tools to take with you. So what is happening in this scenario, in this specific scenario? Number one, did you notice how backwards the conclusions were that my client basically drew? These people don't want to date me. What is wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? What am I supposed to do that I'm not doing? As if it is her responsibility to make somebody notice her and keep their attention on her and fall in love with her. And when we explored this, this was actually very much what was present for this client was that she felt like it was her responsibility to draw the attention of a suitor, keep this attention and make this person fall in love with her. Now, does the messaging in your culture, in your family echo this? If it does, you're not alone. Many of the world's cultures and societies have this kind of completely backwards way of looking at relationships. It's somehow our responsibility as women to attract a man's attention and keep it and then turn it into love. Now, as I'm talking, some of you might actually be thinking, well, what's wrong with that, Ellie? Like, that's how it's supposed to be. That's how it is. And I want to challenge that because that is not how it is and that's not how it's supposed to be because notice how this type of belief actually takes your power away and puts it into something, a piece, an element, a person that you have zero control over. Me having the responsibility of catching someone's attention. If they're not paying attention to me, then somehow I've done something wrong. But do I have power over somebody else's attention? Absolutely not. So I'm giving my power to someone else. Let's take the second piece of this. I have the responsibility of keeping someone's attention. And if I don't keep somebody's attention, I have done something wrong. But do I have power to keep someone else's attention? Absolutely not, because I don't have power over anybody else. Where they put their attention depends entirely on them. Just go into any classroom and you'll notice that the lecturer is lecturing, but a bunch of kids are paying attention and some kids are not. Is it the teacher's responsibility to keep and hold everybody's attention? No, it's the student's responsibility to pay attention. Can the teacher be engaging or boring? Yes, absolutely. The key teacher can teach a lot of different ways, but it's not his responsibility to make a child learn or pay attention. It is the student's responsibility to pay attention. I teach spirituality. Is it my responsibility to make sure that you listen to the words that I say? Absolutely not. 
Is it your responsibility to enrich in your own spiritual growth as a human being? Yes, but it's your responsibility. I have no power over it. All I can do is record podcasts, put it out there for you. And if you want to pay attention to it and learn from it, you can. And if you don't, that is absolutely your choice. But now if I make it my responsibility for you to pay attention to my words, I've just given you power over myself and I've given my power away. Very, very, very important point. Now, third point, it's my responsibility to make you fall in love with me. And if you don't, I have done something wrong. There's something wrong with me. I hope that by now you can see how backwards that is because if you can't attract someone's attention and keep someone's attention, how is it your job to make somebody fall in love with you? It is not your job to make anyone fall in love with you. In fact, it is impossible for you to make somebody else fall in love with you as it is impossible for me to make you fall in love with me or my content or anything that I put out into the world. It is your choice to fall in love with whoever you want to fall in love with. It is not anybody else's job to make you fall in love with anyone. So now that we have decided it is so incredibly backwards to have this view, to put all this pressure on ourselves, I hope that you can see that, okay, so if you're struggling with a situation where uh, someone is not responding to you the way you want them to respond to you, it is not your job to attract their attention, to keep their attention and to make them fall in love with you. So it's absolutely not your job. But that is not one of the three mentality shifts. That is just something I wanted to address because it is such a huge misconception among a lot of the clients that I have spoken with in the last month alone on this topic. It's not your job. Your job is to just work on yourself and be the best version of yourself so that you can attract the best version of the partner that you want. So that brings us to the three mentality shifts that I wanna share with you in this podcast episode. So the first mentality shift that I want to share with you is this, that if this person you're going out with is the right person for you, it will be easy and it will work out. And it'll work out regardless of what you do, regardless of how you try to mess it up, regardless of whether or not you get his attention or keep his attention or make him fall in love with you or do all, play all these games and this and that, it'll work out regardless of everything. So keep that in mind. What that means is if it didn't work out, it wasn't, the right person. That just kind of simplifies it. If you really buy into this notion that if it's the right person, it'll work out, it just makes your life so much easier. But then you say to me, well, Ellie, this person really felt like the right person. Uh, I don't know why it didn't work out. If, if they would just give it a shot, if they would just give it a chance, it would work out. And I do want to tell, give you two things, two tools that you can use with that. And the first one is very simple. And it's simply this idea that what you're asking for is a lot more 
complex than what you asked for when you were 20 years old. When you were 20 years old, maybe you just wanted somebody who is attractive or you just wanted somebody who can pay for your dinner, whatever it is. You had one criteria for it, or maybe you didn't even have any criteria, but then you went out with people, you refined your ask, you decided you don't like this and you like that, you prefer this, you prefer that, and now what you're asking for as somebody who's a bit older, perhaps, in your 20s, in your 30s, even in your 40s, 50s, as you get older, your ask gets refined. So what that means is there are more pieces to the puzzle. You don't want just someone you connect with, you know, on a physical level. You want someone who connects with you on a physical level and on an emotional level and on an intellectual level and on a spiritual level, right? So all of those things are in place. And what you're doing is you're creating this vibrational soup that you are putting out into the universe and saying, this is my order. So that person exists, that individual who fits all of those pieces and ticks off all of those check boxes exists and he is yours and she is yours and that person is on his or her way to you. However, what we do is we find someone who sort of kind of fits into that mold and then we try to make them into the person we're looking for because we don't want to be alone. And the thing with that is you are just filling up space that belongs to somebody else. So stop doing that, you know, stop kind of trying to force someone into a position that they shouldn't be in. And just by accepting that, okay, if it's the right person, if it's the absolute complete vibrational match to me, he's going to find me and it's going to be easy and it's going to work out, then it makes it so much easier to just kind of let go of the people where it doesn't work out. If it didn't work out, it's not the right match. So when am I going to meet that right person then? You're going to meet that right person when you are open and ready to receive the order that you have placed. That means when you are so confident that the person you are asking for is out there and is on his way to you, that you are just so completely comfortable with being single unless you find that person who matches you in this complete way. When you find that level of comfort with your singleness, that level of security with knowing that your partner that you have created is on his way to you as you are on your way to him, then that person will find you vibrationally because you are going to emit, you're going to vibrate so beautifully this vibration of complete connection on all of these different levels of connection that that individual will not be able to resist finding you. We are vibrational creatures living in a vibrational world. That means that what you are hearing right now, me talking, I'm speaking in vibrations and the vibrations are being translated by your brain into concepts that you, specifically you, can understand. What that means is if I say things that are difficult for you to grasp, you are literally not going to hear them. So if you are not 
vibrationally aligned with what I'm saying, you're literally not going to hear it. You are literally not going to find me if you're not vibrationally aligned. If you're listening to my words right now, that means you are in vibrational alignment with the things that I am sharing with you. If you found my Instagram account, Peace Unleashed, you are in alignment with the messages that I share on that Instagram account. So if we are connected in any way, personally, professionally, then we are vibrationally aligned. And what that means is you can be in a sea of thousands and thousands of people, that individual is going to come and find you because you are going to be like magnets attracting each other. You're going to draw towards each other. It doesn't matter how many people are around. But Ellie, what if I uh, say the wrong thing and then somebody else says the right thing and then my person goes with this other person? It doesn't work that way. This individual who is your vibrational match is not connecting with other people on the level of action or words because we don't communicate through words and actions. We communicate through vibration. That's the reality of who you are. You are non-physical first and you are having a physical experience. It doesn't change the fact that you communicate always with vibration first. If it's the right person, it's going to be easy. It's going to work out because it's going to be a vibrational match. I know a couple who uh, they were both separately on vacation in Japan and they met and they fell in love. And when they were coming back to the U.S., they realized they literally live, you know, 10 minutes from each other in Los Angeles. It doesn't matter, you know, how many miles away, where you go, what you do. If it's your person, you're going to find them. And why did these two people who live 10 minutes away from each other find each other on vacation? Because when they were on vacation, they let their guards down. They had fun. They weren't fixated on the fact that they are single and they haven't found the right person yet. They were just having a good time. If you just kind of ground yourself in this idea that if it's the right person, it's going to work out, it's going to be easy and nothing else really matters. If it's hard, it's not the right person, then you're just going to feel more relaxed and then you're going to allow yourself to receive that which is already yours. Then you come to me and you say, but Ellie, I met this person. We went on a date and I'll tell you, he's exactly the person that I want. Everything that I want, he has. And it's perfect. It's a perfect match. And I can't tell you how perfect it was. I just felt like, oh my gosh, finally I've met him, but he ghosted me. He never called me back. He never asked me out on a second date. He told me we don't have chemistry. I feel the chemistry. He doesn't feel it. It's, you know, how can you tell me it's not the right person when he was just everything I was asking for and everything I wanted? I am going to tell you the second mentality shift. And this is one of my favorites and it's something that came up during one of my sessions. Um, and it's something that I think is going to help you quite a bit, which is this very simple sentence. Your order has been received. 
that individual is not your person, obviously, because, you know, it didn't work out. If it was your person, it would work out and it would be easy, but it didn't work out. But he ticked off all these boxes, you know, on your list. That is amazing. That's wonderful. And that is a confirmation email from the universe telling you your order has been received. Imagine when you place an order on Amazon, what happens? You place the order, you get a confirmation email saying, hey, we received your order. You get another confirmation email, hey, we shipped your order. You get another confirmation email saying, hey, you should receive it by what such and such date. So how exciting is that? That you went out with this person who ticks off all of the boxes and he is your confirmation email from the universe telling you your order has been received. Hey, this is what you wanted? Okay, great. We're shipping one just like it, only a better model. Uh, you know, keep an eye out for it. So it's not that there's something wrong with you. You know, this person who's perfect doesn't want to be with you. That's not the story at all. The story is that, hey, the universe is letting me know that my order has been received. And if the confirmation email is this cool, just wait till I get the real deal, right? The person, your person is going to be this guy times 10 because the universe outdoes itself every single time. So those were two mentality shifts. And the third one is a really powerful one. And the third one you can actually apply to anything in your life. Um, it's uh, something that you should apply on a daily basis. And it's so simple, but also very kind of uh, challenging for people to do, especially in those beginning stages of a relationship. And that is this, the only person who knows what to do is you. A lot of times during these early stages of a relationship, we get really frazzled and we fall off balance and we feel like we're falling and we feel like we don't know what to do. We're confused and blah, 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 all this stuff. And a lot of times we experience this because we stop trusting ourselves. We think that somehow there's this game we have to participate in. There's this thing we're supposed to be doing that we are not doing, that we don't know how to do. And as a result, we start doing things that are completely contrary to the way we feel and the way we would act normally, right? So we start putting ultimatums and timelines and waiting to message and not message and do message and, you know, send cryptic messages. And I mean, things that we would never do with any other human being in our lives. It's not the way we act. It's not the way we think. It's not the way we interact with people in our lives. And somehow at the beginning stages of a relationship, we start doing all these weird things and having all these weird behaviors with people that we really, really care about, you know, that we want to show the best part of ourselves to. And inevitably we show a twisted, contorted, you know, crazy side of not even who we are, 
But this, you know, idea of what we think we're supposed to be in order to kind of attract and keep the attention of someone, it is really bizarre and strange. And when we do these things, we are actually separating for ourselves from who we are, what we are comfortable with, you know, that inner wisdom that actually knows what to say, when and to whom and how and all of these things. We stop trusting ourselves and that in my opinion is why we feel so off balance and off center and that is why we feel like oh my gosh I'm falling for this person we're falling but we're not falling in love we're just off balance we're losing our footing so when you are losing your footing what do you do you recenter yourself you ground yourself you don't continually try to, you know, run or do something that feels uh, even more uncomfortable or unsettling. You ground yourself. So this last tip, this last mentality shift is me giving you permission to be completely who you are. Me giving you permission to sit down and recenter and trust that you have all of the answers within you already. You got this. You know what to do. You know how to act. You know how to communicate with people. You know how to be yourself because you are yourself all the time. So just ground yourself and reconnect with that inner wisdom, with that intuition, with that part of you that knows all of the answers to whatever is happening and ground yourself in that place of security that is already within you. So there you have it. You have three mentality shifts that you can implement right now at the beginning stages of a relationship, but really at any stage of a relationship. Anytime you start feeling off balance and unsettled and a little bit, you know, nuts, you know, you start acting kind of out of character, you know, out of balance from who you are, you can always come back and reground yourself in these three mentality shifts. And if you have any questions about these things, you know, do send them my way through either instant messaging on uh, Instagram. That's Peace Unleashed on Instagram. That's also where I share daily love notes with you every single day. So uh, be sure to follow along on that journey. Send me DMs if you have any questions. Uh, you can also connect to me through peaceunleashed.com. Now, we have some really exciting things in store at peaceunleashed.com, so be sure to subscribe to the email list. We have some corporate programs coming up that uh, if you are part of a corporation, I think your team would really benefit uh, from. We can build your team out from the inside out, make everybody happier and more productive. So that's a really fun, exciting thing that's happening. And if you have any questions about that, do send an email to us uh, through peaceunleashed.com. And until next time, when we come back and dive into a whole new topic, I wish you a peaceful week.